0: Guru Nation, welcome to episode 390 of Random Usings from the Clinical Trials Guru. In this episode, we brought on resident LinkedIn expert from our CRA Academy, Ashley Margot, and we discuss, you guessed it, LinkedIn, specifically how to beef up your LinkedIn profile so that you uh, can get found if you're a job seeker. So this is for all the job seekers out there, all the people that have been furloughed, anyone trying to switch careers, anyone trying to climb the ladder in research. Um, So there's a lot in here for you guys. So check it out. Check out my Patreon channel. I also interviewed her in Patreon. Mainly for what uh, business owners can do to get more opportunities using LinkedIn. And on Patreon, we have this monthly mastermind. It's five bucks a month, that's all it costs for Patreon. And you get these business videos that I post once a week digital marketing strategies, how to use social media to get more business, basically, things that I can't really post on my YouTube or my podcast, because it's not necessarily clinical research related, but it certainly can be applied to our industry as well, so check that out, link in the show notes, patreon.com slash dancefarer, the monthly mastermind alone is worth it, I mean that's already helped so many people out, and I'm really trying to grow that platform, so check that out, it would mean a lot to me Also check out the CRA Academy, CRC Academy, links in the show notes. Check out the site services we offer sites. We help sites get more studies. Uh, Text me if you're interested in that, 949-415-6256. We charge a flat fee for that. Uh, With all that being said, really hope you enjoy this interview and talk to you later. Hello Guru Nation, welcome back to another episode of Random Musings from the Clinical Trials Guru. I've got world-renowned LinkedIn expert, hacker, algorithm uh, connoisseur, LinkedIn, Ashley Margot AM, what's your company called for LinkedIn help? Oh,
1: the AM Approach.
0: The AM Approach. Okay, a brilliant name. Because it's morning, so like you're waking up, so you're not asleep, and then your name, Ashley Margot. I mean, yeah. the pun is just uh, you know, you can slice it with a knife. Yeah. Um, now, Ashley, we're on because we've done like the deep, nerdy, uh, hour long guest lectures on the algorithms to LinkedIn which, by the way, students love and they're your clients now, which is awesome. But we want to do more of the macro overview. Okay, more of the, like, this is why LinkedIn is important and this is why, as a job seeker, you need to use LinkedIn and how you can use LinkedIn to attract job recruiters. All right, Mm -hmm. because, uh, believe it or not, I mean, you probably know this better than I do, people... Despite how many times I say LinkedIn's important, beef up your LinkedIn, they ignore it. And then, you know, like, nothing's going to happen. What do you expect is going to happen if you don't use the platform? Like, the recruiters live on this platform. I, I yep. Understand, these recruiters pay money, hundreds of dollars a month, to find people like you, job seeker, that's out there. All right. So this is important. Yeah. This is important stuff, and Ashley's here to help us uh, attract more recruiters. Because really, mm-hmm. we're helping the recruiters do their job. And if you make your LinkedIn profile stand out as a job as a job applicant, you're helping the recruiters do their job better. So welcome, Ashley. Thank you again for coming on. How are you? Doing great.
1: Doing great. Just, you know, working. Progressing,
0: Lord, <laughs> always. That's right. we got a lot of good stuff happening to you soon, so we'll do more interviews. Yeah. You're going to be a regular. You're a regular CRA Academy guest lecturer. Now you're CRC Academy. So this is exciting. Yeah. All the Guru Nation's going to get to know you very well over this next decade. Um, so Ashley, job recruiters. Okay, let's mm-hmm. pretend like I'm a uh, job seeker. And maybe I got furloughed. You know, a lot of people recently have gotten furloughed. um, Or maybe I'm someone that wants to get into the industry. Okay, just there's a lot of these people out there. How do they attract job recruiters to their LinkedIn? Mm -hmm. So, uh, first
1: of all, definitely LinkedIn is so important. It is so, 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 so important. I mean, what you could do in one... I guess you could say uh meetup recruitment, recruitment event you could do in about five minutes on LinkedIn. So the best way to put it. I mean, you can connect so quick, so fast with many people. So don't underestimate LinkedIn. I mean, I actually even got set up my mom the other day because she's just like, oh, I don't have one. Like, What's that? <laughs> so um, it is very important that you create one. You have to fill it up, make sure that it's completely detailed. Everything, This is the most minute thing, if you did something three years ago and you went in, like for instance, for me, uh, about five years ago, I went to, um, I created a coordinating event to help with dental hygiene for, stu- uh, for kids in Peru. Super random, very just out of there, but I added that even though it happened a long time ago, but because it, it shows, it's a detailed, the little insight as to who you are, and that's what the recruiters want. They want to know who you are and who they're representing and who they're bringing to the company that they're uh, either working for or that they're third-party working for. And that's something people need to understand is that a recruiter also gets you know, a portion when if you get placement into the job. They get a portion with, uh, I guess you could say, some sort of compensation. Yeah. And so... You know, if that's the case, they are looking for somebody that they know will be considered. So you need to show that you need to look like a star on your LinkedIn. And so you need to be super detailed and you need to utilize the AI algorithm. Be very specific with your keywording, whether it's on, you know, the top portion of your, your name jotting, um, or if it's in your personal blog or something, I the personal summary section where you have your personal branding. Make sure that you show enthusiasm, that you have storytelling on your job description, and and be very specific. It's like um, one of my clients I told them um, when I reviewed her LinkedIn. She, she, I mean, everything was great except for her job descriptions really weren't there. They were very small but specific, and I said, you know, if somebody else was going up against you that had the exact same uh, specifications on their resume, but they were detailed and you were not. The recruiter is not going to assume just because you have the same title that you did the same work. They're gonna, mm. they're gonna know that this person can do the job, does know what they're doing because they are people.
0: Wow, you you were on our webinar today, so you heard me read off all those DMs and uh, text, right? Like yes. this is exactly what you're talking about. Like these people, like this furloughed coordinator, you know, she did now she wants to be a CRA. You probably can be. You know, but you have to put those things on your LinkedIn profile, like go outside of your job responsibilities. What else did you do? Everybody does things outside of their Mm -hmm. job responsibilities. You know, even mediocre employees do things outside of their job responsibilities. If you're a great employee, you're going to be doing a lot outside your job responsibilities. But you're right. These recruiters are not mind readers, and they don't know that. And the argument is, okay, well, I can explain this in the interview. Well, guess what? You're not going to get an interview because it's not posted.
1: Exactly. And that's the point of your resume versus your LinkedIn. Your resume has to be detailed but short and crisp to the point, and then all the extra, all the fluff, all the... Uh, volunteering and and extra awards and things like that that the recruiter really doesn't care about because they don't. I mean, they go through hundreds of resumes and they just want to find the one. You know, that can be on your LinkedIn and that can be a talking point for the behavioral questions that you have to answer in the interview. Um Though that's very you know very very specific and, and good to know because I've already gone through I would say about 35 to 30 some resumes already. And it's the same thing over and over again. And there's just a lot of repetitiveness. There's not, um, you know, people look like, for instance, like what you said on your webinar earlier today, that they're copying and pasting. It's very clear whether you are putting effort into your resume or not. And hmm. I mean, I've had, I've had some, some, I've even had, I've had multiple, I've already held multiple positions, but one specifically. It was um, one resume was just it was a great resume because there was so much great detail and clearly with like, knowledge, clear knowledge and information and obviously a very good candidate. But it just looked poorly done. It looked like there was no time and effort. It was just typed up as a type and just straight down. And you know it you need to it needs to look like you took time to look at the font about you know just the sizing of the font how you did the placement. Well, how you did your, your um, personal branding section and why you did it that way. And all these things matter. And and in the beginning, when I wasn't actually doing this for myself, I really couldn't tell how big of an importance or difference it made. But more especially now that I've been looking at other resumes, and these are from professionals that have been in the workforce for more than 10 years, that have been in clinical research for more than 10 years. I mean, it's surprising me very, very much. And so... These things, these little things, little things go a long way. Um, and, and it's, you need to do that. And for instance, on LinkedIn, if you're going to be communicating with recruiters, say hi, say thank you for connecting. Thank you for adding me. How are you doing? I actually spoke with a recruiter two days ago where I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, thanks for the connect. Cause he reflected me and he actually, his response was, wow, I've never had anybody thank me. That's really amazing. Wow. How are you doing? Yeah. And I was just like, I even showed a handle. He was just like, wow, oh, that's crazy. Like, yeah, you know, it's the little things that count that are going to make you stand out, but you need to consider the audience, the person you are, you're trying to sell yourself to, and you need to consider what it is that you would like, you know? Cause for me, as I said before in your other webinars, I don't want somebody just coming to me, hey, this is my stuff, help me. It's like, yeah, anybody can say, help me, but how about how are you doing? Or, or, you know, I'm really interested in what you're doing, how, what, what drives you to do that? You know, these kinds of questions matter and these kinds of interactions matter very much. It's personability, you know, it also speaks a lot to your personal branding outside of, you know, writing. This is you, this is who you present yourself as, and it speaks multiple languages, you know? Miles go a long way, hides go a long way, you know? Hmm. And so, yeah, just networking LinkedIn, working your resume, making sure they coincide well, it's... it's
0: <laughs> so basically, have a description of who you are. Don't just like people get lazy on their me, too. I mean, we just put like what we do, and then that's it, you know. But there's mm-hmm. a section in each of your work history job description, mm-hmm. responsibilities, uh, and then that's where you can put all your things that are transferable. So, whatever role you want. You should know like, what a CRA does, and then you should look at what have you done in your previous jobs that is transferable, and then put mm-hmm. that in there. Uh, is that what you're saying they should do?
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, something that I personally like to do sometimes, um, well, not sometimes, that's how I have it. So I have my detailed description specific to that job. But when I'm sending out a resume, you know how you're supposed to go in there and readjust it for to the job position that you're applying for. Um, I reward my resume because they can always go back and look at my LinkedIn, right? That's more specific to the job I was doing, more detailed. But on my resume, I reward it to where it links well with what I know how to do that coincides with the job I'm applying for. So you reel them in through the resume. And if they want to look at extras, if they want to know more details, they can look on your LinkedIn. So it's just getting them in the, the step, the first door, and then if they want more details on that job, they can read it on your LinkedIn uh, where you have as many job points as you want. I mean, I don't recommend that going crazy, but uh, definitely having some more detail there is, is helpful. For sure.
0: and, and recruiters actually look at this.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had some... Uh, do I know for a fact that they always look at it? No, I do not know that. But I have had recruiters tell me that they've gone through my profile. They're very interested in, in my my background. I've had people tell me that they like how I've had exposure in all areas. That's not just business, but clinical business-wise. And so, you know, like you say, Um, And also the background that I have. So I have a lot of uh, shadowing experience in different specialties, which... You know, in my interview that I had, um, one specific thing that I did know, and I don't mind sharing it with you here, that they did mention to me, and this was the last interview, right. um, they specifically liked that I had exposure over multiple areas of special, uh, specialty. So that made me realize it, it hadn't clicked before, that as a going into a CRA position, you're going to be looking over multiple studies. So having knowledge of multiple things kind of lets them know that they can expand you. And um, that was something that I wish I would have known before because I would have purposely gone and learned way more. But I was very fortunate because of my experience already. Um, But definitely, if I could give anybody advice, make sure that if you have general exposure, make it very clear that you do.
0: And if you don't, go get it. You know, go take a Coursera course, go intern, learn how to get studies for a site, learn how to recruit patients, Um, just learn and then add these things to your LinkedIn as well. They're not mind readers, Mm -hmm. you know, these recruiters don't know what you've done unless you put it on there. So how many, like through your LinkedIn, approximately how many per week, like recruiters reach out to you uh, and then how many do you typically reach out to like when you're in the job hunt?
1: Oh, when I'm on the job hunt. Okay, well, mid corona time, uh, wasn't necessarily on the job hunt because I was building what we are now calling the AM approach and, and working on COVID. But um, for two months that I did start all this, because this is just fresh that I just recently started doing, I started in January, um, I was getting, I would say, about a day, probably like two or three recruiters adding me. Uh, wow. But mind you, this is yeah. Mind you, it was also because um, of all the I call it the tree spanning because you pick one recruiter and then you start utilizing their profiles to find other recruiters. Mm-hmm. So I actually started seeing recruiters reach out to me, not just adding me, but uh, request not just requesting me, but messaging me and saying, "Hey, I've seen that all my other recruiter friends have you. I feel like we need to connect. So let's connect, you know." Which is interesting i didn't realize that 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 they have a system that does that now i know that so all the more reason why i want to keep adding and keep connecting and and all of that you know so so now you know something that i want to do on the am approach eventually uh via youtube i want to i want to have a channel where i just uh, interview recruiters and so now i not only wow
0: that would do very well check-
1: yeah, I have all the contacts now, so, um, you know, wow. recruiters and different, yeah, so there you go. We you can't know, wait you never for realize- that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm excited because coming from somebody that has been working for one in 10 years and, and knowing the questions and wondering how they're looking at it, I, I think I can bring a different introspection of, of questioning for them and a viewpoint for the, for whoever's viewing. Absolutely,
0: so, absolutely. So- um, there's a huge you've you've created this um, business you know the am approach so uh, I think it's a huge opportunity actually because people are ignoring their LinkedIns or maybe they're not ignoring they just don't know how to how to structure it so hopefully you learned something from this interview um, from Ashley we're gonna have her link to her LinkedIn of all places underneath this video and in the show notes on the podcast um ashley's very good at this stuff uh i'll have you look at my linkedin too how about that you look at mine and see what i can do to get um you know more opportunities
1: for sure let's do it happy happy to help
0: thank you ashley thank you everybody for watching and listening reach out to ashley you won't regret it link underneath and Mm -hmm. talk to you later bye-bye so hey everybody thank you very much for listening to another episode of random musings from the clinical trials guru again if you haven't already make sure you subscribe to this podcast Make sure you leave a review if you could be so kind, please. Uh, and also go to the theclinicaltrialsguru.com if you're interested in learning more about who I am, who some of my guests are. Uh, you can have access to some of my YouTube videos. Uh, I do a lot of videos about clinical research. So go to the theclinicaltrialsguru.com and you can also call or text me anytime, 949-415-6256. Also, follow me on any social media platform. It's Dan Svera. And you can also email me if you'd like, dan at theclinicaltrialsguru.com. Thank you very much.